Hello everyone, this is Susie, your host on International Angels Network. I thank you for joining me today on my podcast show. I obviously aren't coming live to you today. I hope you enjoy the show and uh, see where we go with it today. Um, I have been instructed by Spirit. I've had Mr. Michael, Mr. Bossy as I call him, Archangel Michael here with me today. Um, I'm actually blessed dealing with a young child who is um, seeing spirit and is absolutely petrified. I know what that's like because I've been through it myself. Um, And it is very, very scary for, you know, when you're so young to see spirit and you don't understand it. And, you know, so I'm going to be working with her and her family today and in the future. Um, but it was lovely because Michael came in and I, 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 he told me to do a podcast for this little girl so she can listen to it because I'm doing a Zoom with them tonight. But I, I think the little girl's going to be shy and she's not going to take in what I've said. So Archangel Michael got me to do a podcast for her. And uh, yeah, hopefully I can help her. So yeah, it's... Um, he won't be around tonight, he said, when I was speaking to them. So he wanted me to to do the podcast but anyway he I'm being instructed to pull some cards today um for anybody that might be they might be irrelevant to um before I start talking about what I want to talk about today on the show and also um I suppose I better mention guys where you can find us on what platforms um because now Apple is iTunes, Apple iTunes is Apple Podcasts, so you can find our shows on there, Podbean, Podable, Player FM, um, gosh, Stitcher, I'm trying to think, there is so many platforms that you can find us on, iTunes, iTunes, no, like I said, that's that's finished now, God, my mind's gone blank, how typical is that when I'm trying to say what platforms get them on, but you can get them on Alexa, Roku TV, TuneIn, radio um apple watch you can obviously do it through your car system as well through um bluetooth iHearts radio player fm there's honestly so many platforms you can actually get our pre our re- shows again so i think i've mentioned them uh our network is sponsored by Amazon Audible, which you can go on there and have a free book for a month. And I think you can stop it at any time anyway uh, after that month. So you're not charged, but you can get a free book from Amazon Audible. Right then, let's pull a few cards today as I'm being instructed. I'm a, I'm a good Susie. I, I do I do as I'm told. I'm just going to shuffle them again because I just got shuffle them again, so... So what I'm doing, and hopefully this is relevant to um, anyone listening to the the recording of the show. I've been struggling at the moment with the moon again. I'm always struggling with that because <laughs> I'm actually I'm my, this is going to be for a show in September, and it's actually July right now. So I'm organised person, very organised guys. I'm feeling not feeling it. All my cards. 
No, I'm going to shuffle again. I'm being told shuffle again. So I hope you're all alright. Hope life's treating you well. Um, let's see what I can get for us as a. Come on. Okay, now they're telling me it's right. Okay, I'm going to pull it. No, it's that one. Okay. <laughs> I get told specifically what to put, what cards to pull. Um, and that one. Oh, oh. Okay. Oh, wow. You want me to have that? Ah. Ah. Sorry, they're flying all over the place. <laughs> they're alive. Oh, wow. Well, the first card I have is what do you desire? Um, you now have an opportunity to write the script according to your heart's desire once you clearly decide upon what you desire and know that you're ready and deserving of them. They'll rush into your life as if by magic. I mean, that is, you know, a form of manifest, uh, manifesting there as well. Um, you know, it's all about seeing, feeling, believing that you have something for it then to come in your life. And I feel that's what that card is. And I'm always saying to people with manifesting um, and what they want in their lives. I mean, you know, for more abundance, it could be a new partner, friends. It doesn't always have to be money, cash might be a new card. Um, so with that card, I do kind of feel that is, you know, a bit of a helping you how to manifest. Um, and it's funny because, because the next card I've pulled is focus on service, which is your soul desires only to be to joyfully serve and to swim in a constant stream of bliss. This stream continuously feeds you everything you need, put your entire focus upon staying in the stream of giving and receiving in every situation and in all that you do. But I really feel that with spirit, um, you know, obviously keeping your thought press process is clear of what you want which is what we the card we got what do you desire um, but focus on service is the fact that yeah giving and receiving doing what you do um if you are a, a energy worker you know that spirit will make sure you receive what you want so that's like a backup not to worry about it or overthink it they will bring you what you need and want in divine timing at the right time. And what I've got, the card I pulled after that, which kind of coincides with it, is with spirit because it says it's life purpose. So it's like the purpose of your life is to serve in a way that brings great joy to yourself and others. Don't worry about finding your purpose. Instead, focus on serving a purpose. And then your purpose will serve you. And basically what I feel that means, what Spirit is sharing with us, if you concentrate what you're doing as a light worker um, to serve others, they'll, they'll see you all right, basically, money, money tree-wise and, and, and in every other way, you know. So concentrate on actually what you want to do. So if some of you out there are like um, wanting to do light work full-time, but you don't know how it's going to pay for you, pay um you know to bring you to bring money in to pay your bills then spirit will oversee that for you you know 
Um, so be basically be clear on what you want, focus on doing good for others, giving is receiving, like we said, and being on your life's purpose and it will serve you and spirit will see to that. And the next card I have, which is kind of cool as well, which goes on about being on your focus on service, being on your life's purpose, but also it's just showing me a creative product. Your song lo longs to express itself in creative ways. You're guided you to infuse artistry and creativity into your life. Creative expression makes you feel alive and excited, really nice passion towards you in your life. And this is how I feel for some of you that are trying to make your light working role that you want to do to pay for you. Um, this is kind of like experience showing that because this card has angels all around it with someone playing a harp is the fact that, you know, you need to, um, you know, do what you do, what you want to do, what makes you happy. And there again, they will see that you receive what you need. Um, and it's and then I've got the entrepreneurial card, which since self-employment suits your your deposition and intentions, which kind of backs up all the other four cards, you know, basically what you're desiring, once you know what you want to do, focus on it and the angels can help bring this to you for being your life's purpose and working uh, for yourself allows you to be your entrepreneurial card. Uh, follow your intuition divine guidance you are we are your co-workers and teammates who remain loyal by your side to ensure you have sex in all ways so basically the angels are basically shown with you that you know if you are struggling with trying to get on your spiritual path or or do work do work for it full time they have your back um and the the last card that I have, which is quite cool, is perfect timing. So this will all happen in perfect timing for you. I feel that the, the angels are sharing with us that, you know, they've to trust, surrender to them, and they'll help you with what you need to um, do your creative, light-working, spiritual work. Uh, they will help you with that because perfect timing now is the perfect moment for you to act on your inspirations the doors are open while you walk through them with us by your side don't delay or procrastinate as all of the ingredients are right for your success everything and everyone is on your side supporting your positive outcome and that's what I mean I feel that you know the angel's going to have your back in your decisions in your life once you've made sure what you want um and they'll help see that you know that it's your creative and your life's purpose is successful and in being entrepreneurial as well working for yourself and it'll all come in perfect timing for you so have faith there i'm just going to pull one one last card oh well two jumped out um well i actually got let go of the past which for some of us is easier than we we think. Um, the let go of the past card is the burden of carting your past around has made you weary, dear one. It's time to set the burden down. Keep only the lessons and love and leave everything else behind you. You don't want it or need it and now it's gone. Um, so basically, 
as well let go of the past that could be a job situation even it doesn't always have to be relationships or or a marriage or anything like that it could be just you know backing up of letting go of that past career that you were doing and now you're able to move forward and do what you want to do on your life's purpose your your spiritual path and work for yourself and just let it go and put it down to um you know yeah like learning lessons and being on your where you're at now you know letting go of the past you're opening the doors to your future and it's you know quite exciting now the last card i pulled which is so interesting uh because it is release and surrender so you know the angels in these cards are really telling you to um release and surrender and there's nothing to worry about within this situation of you being able to move forward with what you want um in starting a new career i believe which is more for you on what you're meant to be doing in your spiritual on your spiritual path as a light worker we sh shower you with the blessings of our radiant love open your arms and release the challenges that you've held tightly gripped within your hands open your arms hands and arms and heart to our love and assistance so they're basically saying the angels there's nothing to worry about of what's coming into your life right now just let it happen and and go with the flow of it and um you know they have your back basically the universe has your back and they will see that you get everything in divine timing and it and i've the last girl i'm going to pull which is giving giving is receiving the entire universe operates in cycles similar to your indications and inhalations and exhalations you only exhale give or only inhale receive you become out of rhythm with the universe for optimal health energy and replenishment balance each inhalation in your life with exhalation so basically giving is receiving and if you're giving the universe will bring it back to you that you get you get um in the return for giving basically that's what that means um and it's all backing up the fact that you know if you haven't had the courage or the um the confidence to go and walk your spiritual path to do what you want to do and put it into play they're saying just go ahead and do it they will see that it will work out for you and you know you're you'll feel better in yourself really because you are on your life purpose you're doing what you want to do uh with your life you know once you've made that decision yes this is what i want to do the but they've got your back they really have so i hope that helps anyone out there that might have need that today because like i say mr michael was at me to uh just dip, pull a few cards today on my podcast it'll be okay it'll be irrelevant to someone out there that will be listening to my podcast which is what it's all about i'm just the channel i do as i'm told <laughs> when i'm told and uh, i yeah i do what i'm told so gosh it's warm um so i just have to have some drink so yeah i hope that resonated with a few of you out there on the on today listening to the podcast like i say i um do what i'm told and they're always right i had a show with diane facebook live on su sunday actually with diane morgan and archangel micah said talk about 
talk about um, miscarriages. And uh, we didn't have many people watching us because we not just like clicked on to Facebook. And uh, this lady contacted me after the show and she just said, thank you for saying that because it's brought me so much peace. And I said, yeah, you know, the spirit realms, Archangel Michael, the you know, the angels are never wrong. So sometimes if you're, you know, told or you, I feel, you know, I, I, I'm compelled to do something, I do it because it will be irrelevant, even though this is, excuse me, July and uh, you'll be listening to this in September. But it will be irrelevant. So, um, yeah. So, that, yeah, that lovely lady contacted me and she said you really brought peace to me after we were speaking about miscarriages, you know. Um, so, yeah, it's all good. It's all good. Um, I, I feel I should quickly tell you, actually, what we were speaking about because, you know, I've lost two, two children. I haven't got any in the physical, but I do have them in heaven. And I think, well, I have told you before, that my sons are with my family. Um, my my um, grandmother's brought them in before and my father to me. I mean, one's, gosh, one's in his 30s now and one's 10, you know, they're growing in the afterlife, bless them. But they are with my family, so it's it's lovely to know that they're with them and they come, come to me as well. Um, being a psychic medium, obviously, I can pick up on them and hear them and see them, which is lovely. Um, but basically as souls that's what they came to the earth for was to just have that experience of being a miscarriage being abort you know naturally aborted that's their souls signed up for that and um also with miscarriages if you do have children in the physical in this on the earth plane they can come back to you as um those souls that you did abort that aborted in your womb so it's like a friend of mine, I won't mention names because um, it's a personal thing, but she had five miscarriages and uh, she now has three of them back in the physical. So, um, yeah, and I know that happened to another friend of mine as well. She actually decided she wanted an abortion. Uh, all personal um, issues here, this, you know, we don't judge anybody on this show um because everyone has free will but it wasn't the right time for her and she went and had one and then she fell pregnant a very short time later and her son who has come back to her is was the first child that she got had aborted so when he came on this plane and spirit told me that he was the same soul i told her to help her heal because she there was a lot of guilt there so it helped her heal as well to know that the, the son that obviously she'd aborted in the first sense was back with her again. So, you know, it was all a part of her healing because she felt so bad about it. But things happen for a reason, guys, even though we don't understand them. And sometimes, you know, we can't make head nor head high of what's, you know, a situation that's happened to us somebody's murdered or whatever you you know a loved one or someone dies so tragically you know you can't a lot of us can't get our heads around that um but i can assure you it is something as a soul and their life's plan they would have agreed to before they came to this plane you know it's something we all agree to what happens to us while we're here before we come down you know so um because that's why we're here we're here for experiences and um paying back karma and all things like that so um 
you know, that's why we come here, just not just for the in-body experience like we do, and this beautiful planet, because it is a beautiful planet, even though they're convincing us that we're killing it. Um, I don't know. I don't always believe everything I hear. That's my clear cognizance and clear knowing. Some of it I feel is rubbish, what we're told. So I do filter. I do filter quite a lot of it, what I listen to and what I don't listen to, because we are manipulated. But that's another story. So today my podcast that I want to talk about um, was can you find the beauty in you can can you find who you really are do you know who you really are and do you love you you know I think a lot of us have such a big thing with loving ourselves but loving ourselves in the right manner and not coming from ego, I think you can love yourself egotistically, yeah, but it's not necessarily from the right place, you know, you do see people loving themselves, as in strutting their stuff, and all look as me, which is fine, but that's egoed, um, you know, I think me, personally, to, to find the beauty in me, is taking me such a long, long time on this plane, because of the repercussions of things that happened to me from a young age and I took everything so personally um you know and I blamed myself gosh I was hard on myself I was so so hard on myself um because I I thought I deserved so much of what I had and with the way I was treated I thought I was such a bad person that I deserved that. Um, and I think for me, from a young age, and because of situations I, I was in, and I was attracting maybe to myself as well, um, I kind of had the wind taken out of my cells at a young age. It all kind of started when my father died and you know, it devastated me, um, absolutely, that I can honestly say at that, that age as well, and it was the worst day of my life, knowing that my mainstay had died, you know, being the spiritual person that I am, he got me, he understood me, um, my mum had her own issues from a very, for many years, my siblings, I think, gosh, once they could fly, get out of the house they did because they wanted their own bloody piece of sanity I should think <laughs> um so I was they're five and six years older than me so I was kind of left after my dad died with my mum and you know she was like I say going through her own thing with depression um you know there was a lot of stuff going on and I was just lost I was lost after losing my father and then my first boyfriend had cancer, would you believe? Three years after my father died of cancer, my first kind of boyfriend got cancer. He had to have his leg amputated. Then I lost my son, Anthony, through miscarriage, which was his father's, that I was with his dad, the, you know, who'd had cancer. And all this happened in about three years. And this was just the start of some shitty times for me that's the only way I can describe it 
you know, I was like, are you joking? So I've lost the mainstay in my life, which was my father. Then the guy that I get with has got cancer and then I lose my son. I mean, I was thinking, am I jinxed? I'm only 16 years of age and I'm thinking, what the heck's wrong with me? You know, I am bloody jinxed. Who can have all this happen to them at such a young age? All this death around them, you know, and... I suppose I was seeing, hearing spirit, spirit at 16, so I know that there was no death in a sense, but it's just this whole concept of not being in physical anymore. But I just took it all so personally, and I thought, you know what, God must hate me. I must have been a bad person in a, in a former life because I've had all this happen to me. So it knocked my confidence. Then, you know, I had an entity, remember, and an attachment to me, which fed my whole life of that I was just shit anyway. You know, when you've got an attachment, it like sits on your shoulder like a devil and starts feeding you stuff. You know, you're a crappy person, you're horrible, you're this, you're that. Um, and you do start to believe it because you're hearing it in your own head. And the one thing was, I mean, I got rid of this awful entity attachment to me last year. It was Christopher Macklin that got rid of it for me. And now that awful thing's gone. It's not attached to me. I, I, it makes me wonder how I heard spirit and the angels like I did. I, you know, I've been giving spiritual readings for over 30 years. You think, how the heck was I doing it? Because I hear it so clearly now. Um, you know, unbelievably so. So I had this attachment as well, which was feeding me everything, you know, oh, I, you know, you're a you're scum of the earth, you're a bad person. And this went on all my life, really. You know, I've been free of this arse, hool, excuse the pun, um, for the, for the last year. And, you know, I feel so different about how I feel about myself as well. Um, However, I hasten to add that this being, this entity, it was pretty dormant anyway, because as soon as it started feeding me shit, I wouldn't listen to it anymore. I wouldn't. I wouldn't listen to a word of it. And sorry for saying S-H-I-T. Because <laughs> uh, it just revolts me, you know. We're not, we're not told about things like this when we come to Earth, what humans have to put up with. And I think this is why a lot of people suffer with depression and mental illness. It's not because of them. It's because what's attached to them. And we don't talk about that enough. You know, people, it's all hush, cloak and dagger. No, you can have attachments that attach to you um, on this plane. And they are like having that devil sat on you, pushing you to do shit. You know, uh, sorry, I said it again. Stuff that's not good for you. And basically telling you what, how bad you are. You know, what not nice person you are. You're scum of the earth. You're this or that. You deserve this. You deserve that. So, you know, this had been lying dormant in me for quite a long time because I've really started to connect with spirit um, by the end of my 20s, probably early 30s. We'd, I mean, they've always been there, but I was really starting to work with them. You know, the angels, I'd invited them into my lives and it was very much, you know, full on with the angels, my spirit guides, my family. So I wasn't listening to this force of 
downing me. And if it used to come in I, into my head, I used to knock it out the park, park all the time then. So anyway, when I had Christopher Macklin on my show last March and he did a live um, clearing, I knew I had an entity because I threw up everywhere. Uh, I put myself on mute on the show and um, I've spoken to Christopher since then and I'm free of it and I've done my um, prayers. I did my, said my prayers for every two hours to get rid of it and to keep it out and I don't have that attachment and I hear spirit very clearly and very lovingly. Um, so a lot of that for me was circumstances why I didn't have a very high opinion of myself, why I didn't think God loved me and I had this attachment. So all of those three things, um, you know, put me in a place of total, you know, hatred hate on myself really and like I said it was only when I started really working with the angels and doing a lot of healing on myself and realizing understanding of things you know that I had although I was very young with those situations happened with with me um you know, that I'd agreed to them before I'd come to this plane. It was all a learning curve for me, you know. And it has all been a learning curve for me, as in to know my own worth and to find the beauty in me, you know, to, to, to know who Susie is, to know who I really am. And I tell you now to do that and not feel guilty about doing it. Because what is wrong about saying actually even if it's just to you I actually love who I am I mean I did have quirky bits that I didn't like about myself I used to go get very angry uh, very quickly used to not not necessarily with just anyone just situations if so, like I was driving the car and I'd probably go you know naught to a hundred in about two seconds flat and I'd be asked question of myself while well, I was even doing that, you know, I'd be not chilled out. And I found out actually that I did have trapped emotions. And once I had the emotions unblocked, it actually helped me as well. Um, because to be calm and I am calm these days. I don't really, yeah, I don't, I don't really go naught to a hundred anymore. <laughs> I look, look calmer. But what is the harm in saying that you love yourself? You know, like I said, I'm not coming from ego, but I'm coming from heart. I like who I am. I can't help sometimes I'm not a perfect human being. Um, and the reason why I say that is because, you know, I'm, it's just me. I've got quirky bits, the same as everyone else. But I have in the last probably five years really tried to end up or try and be the human that I want to be um and I think I have definitely found my my own worth because I won't let people treat me badly anymore you know I seem to take it from people and I don't take it 
from I don't take anything from anyone anymore. If I'm not happy about it, you'll know about it. And if and if um I can't be bothered with you, you'll be out of my life. You'll be un unfriended even. I don't waste my breath with people. If you're not if you're not gonna show up in my life in the manner that I'm showing up in yours, which is coming from a good place, you're not in my life. And I don't need drama. I don't need to be shouting and screaming at people. No, if you're not on, on my social media anymore, it's because, you know, you don't treat me as, as I want to be treated from you. And because I love myself enough to know my worth now, to know what I'm worth. And I'm just not having people just be rude, not come from a good place with me. You know, if I'm doing a Facebook Live and, you know, I, a certain person comes on, they're not, I know the reason why they're coming on to look at me. They're not coming, they're not coming from a good place. Because if I'm doing a Facebook Live, for instance, this person would come on and I would get the bitchy feeling. She never comments me, she never waves, so I just, I've just unfriended her. And I, I'm not, I just don't care anymore because I know my worth. I don't have to say anything. Do you know what I mean? I don't have to cause more drama in my life. I just don't particularly want you in my life anymore because you're not coming from a good place. From a good place, and if you're going to come to London and you're not going to tell me that you come to London and don't even want to see me, and I'm meant to be one of your closest friends, how do you think that makes me feel? I just don't have time for it anymore, people. Life's too short. If people want to treat me like an idiot, well, you know, it's not happening. It's not happening anymore. Shame on you, you know what I mean? I don't have to say anything. I don't have to shout and scream and like I probably would have done five years, ten years ago. What's this? Da, da, da. Nah, sod it. If, you, if you're not going to treat me as I want you to treat me, um, you know, you've got a, a, a way with it for too long, then see you later. Same as my, my last partner. You know, you're not just going to come and pick parts of my life. It doesn't work like that. You either want me as I am and who I am, or you don't have me at all. It's up to you. You don't just come around looking at my door at night, last portal call of the day. Forget it. It's not happening, you know? But like I say, this has not been an easy ride for me. In the past, I'd have felt guilty. I'd have felt so much guilt for cutting someone out of my life and doing and I wouldn't have done it. That's more to the point, people. I wouldn't have done it. I wouldn't have cut someone out of my life because I wouldn't I'd have felt so bad for doing it. You know? But I think I've come so far in the understanding of of progression of my life that if people aren't treating me for who, if they can't see who I am, I can see who I am, I know who I am, but if they can't treat me as I want them to, there's no point them having in my life. If they're not bringing anything to my table, what is the point? I mean, I've had it with family, you know, my own mother. What is the point? If someone's bringing negative rubbish to your table, and not treating you in the manner just because she's my mother. How do I? How, why do I have to take that from her? I did it for forty years. It doesn't mean to say that I don't love her. It doesn't. She's my mum. It doesn't mean to say I want to speak bad mouth her and things like that. But there's no point of having her in my life because she never. She well, she chose not to be in mine. But you know what is the point if you're not going to bring anything good to somebody's table in a positive manner? 
what is the point? And for me, to know my own worth, you know, I've dealt with that. I've dealt with the fact my mum doesn't want me in her life. That's her free will, her choice. But also, it's my free will that I'm okay with that. Because she wasn't, you know, if you're not bringing, like I say, something good to someone's table or being nice to them in any way, what is the point? You know, because what is wrong in finding the beauty in you? I mean, I don't know if any of you have ever heard of mirror work, but it's a really, really good thing to do. Um, years ago, I couldn't even stand to see myself in the mirror. Literally, I've smashed a few, you know, because I've gone back to that road of not feeling worthy, I was a bad person, all these things happened to me, and God denounced me, and that's, you know what I mean? It was, a, it, it was also immaturity, I suppose. At 16, for goodness sake, it's such a young age to experience so, so much loss, you know? I just thought I was jinxed. I really, really did. Um, Steve lost his leg, and, you know, it was, it was a hard time, and I just thought I'd get out of that. I, I literally left him because I thought if I left him, he would live. And funny enough, he did. <laughs> um, but, you know, the way you think as a child, I mean, I'm 16, for goodness sake, a young 16, but, you know. Um, but, there were, you know, all these experiences are character building, but also they've helped me find the beauty in me as a person. And, I, you know, guys, if I hadn't have gone through all that pain, all these lessons and experiences, I probably still wouldn't have found the beauty in me and who I am and what I'm all about, you know? And all I can do is say, sat here today, speaking to you on my podcast, is the fact that I do know who I am. And it's taken me a hell of a long time to get here, but at least I got here. At least at the age I am now, 50, I've, I've got here. I know me. I know exactly who I am, what I'm all about, and I want to come from a good place in heart. And I will do anything for anyone to a degree. If you treat me badly, you're not in my life, and that's all there is to it. Um, and I don't feel bad about that anymore because I know my own worth and I love myself enough not to have asses in my life anymore. And, you know, that's what I have learned. Um, but mirror work, yes, yeah, sorry, I got a bit sidetracked. Mirror work's such a good thing because, like I said, I couldn't even look in a mirror for years without smashing them, and I have done. Um, mirror work's really good because mirror work, for me, not only I can see past lives when I do mirror work, work, but I start laughing and having fun with myself and I talk to myself. It's really, really good because when you look in the mirror, you actually look into you and, you know, kind of say to yourself, I'm not that bad after all. And in fact, mm, I'm sagging a bit here or, I'm, you know, oh, I've got crow's feet or something like that. Yeah, but when you actually look and really look and start looking at you as a person, as the bare-faced you, it's actually really quite good. Not only karmic, but I think counselling-wise, you know, and smile and, and, and literally see the beauty in yourself through the mirror. And like I said, for years I couldn't even look in a mirror. And that is the, the, the truth on that. I, I couldn't. I just hated myself so much. I thought I wasn't worth nothing. And I used to carry so much guilt around with me for everything, you know, for just so much stuff. I was 
baggage I was carrying around, which really, because it happened to me so young and I was so immature, I, I didn't deal with it properly. You know, I didn't know how to, for goodness sake. It's like, you know, such a young little, little thing. Um, and it wasn't till I actually had counselling, I suppose, at 24 that, it, you know, it helped me with the grief of my dad. Although my dad was still coming to me, it sounds crazy, you know, seeing him and feeling him. But I didn't, I didn't grieve for him properly because of the, the rest of my family. Everyone went off and just dealt with it themselves. And the biggest canyon grew between us all and still does to this day, um, you know, and... I think that as well was another big thing for me. I felt was I partly to blame for that canyon of crevice that grew between us all and that we aren't a family anymore. We're divided, we're split. And, you know, you think, gosh, if someone dies, my, like my dad died, you thought it would bring us closer together. And it didn't. Everybody went and just dealt with their own grief themselves. And I always say I got forgot, you know, because of that young age. And um, yeah, so having counselling did help me um, a lot. Made me understand emotional stuff, you know. Obviously my spiritual stuff, that came with the help of the angels and stuff like that. But, you know, actually understanding, the big thing for me was is actually understanding that God hadn't denounced me, he hadn't shunned me. Like I said earlier, these things are what I'd agreed to in my life's plan before I came to earth again, you know? So in understanding of that, I then, because I'd taken myself so far from God that made me even feel worse because I'd taken myself so far from him. I denounced him, I wouldn't talk to him. I hated him because he'd taken my father, you know? So that in itself was, was, you know, I wasn't happy with that, you know? I think being, removing yourself that far from, from him wasn't helping to me either. You know, that was making me feel miserable as well. Um, so, you know, there's quite a few factors of why, you know, I didn't like myself very much and sat in my own excrement for many years. But to actually find the beauty in you, I just think I've always walked my path. I've always shone very brightly and I've always thought that people like to tell me my faults. I would never dream of doing that, by the way, with anyone else. I can see people's faults, but if you're normally in my life, even as a partner, I love you warts and all. You know, I'm not a judgmental person, so even though I can see people's faults, I don't tell them, because it's part of their journey, it's part of their learning curve of them being them. But I've always had that um, in my life, because I do shine so brightly, and it, it makes people, it comes out in people like they're a bit jealous of you, and uh, yeah, I always, always have had that. People tell me what my faults are. I don't know. How, I don't know why they think they've got the bloody nerve to do it, but they do. They do, which is kind of uh, a funny thing. But things happen for a reason, like I say. And I've worked on my faults. Um, you know, I have worked on them. I think the only fault I have now is that I can't hold my tongue if I'm not happy about something. You know, like if someone says, oh, are you all right? I had a bloke in yesterday said, do you like your job? I went, yeah, what do you want me to do, cartwheels? I mean, what a stupid thing to ask me anyway. I wasn't well yesterday. Um, but you think, 
you think, what a daft thing to ask me. And I said, oh, yeah, I do cartwheels. I, can't, I can never lie. Um, it's not about being grumpy so much as, yeah, I can't lie. So if someone asks me something, I'm just going to say it as, as it as it is for me, you know. Um, but I just thought it was like, what the heck are you saying that for? It was, yeah, a bit, hmm. But sometimes I think when we, going back to when we are shining at full capacity and we are loving ourselves, I think some people, you know, when you're shining really bright to the universe, I do think for some people it annoys them. I do think for some people they even, um, it, it comes out even in a jealous way. So people telling me my faults, it's like, well, if it makes you feel better for telling me my faults, then, you know, yeah, whatever. I don't feed into it. Whereas years ago, if someone had said it to me, I'd have probably fed into that, you see, and took it the wrong way again, because I was, it took everything so personal, and, you know, so, yeah, but I think, well, these days, if people got to tell me their faults, I suppose it saves them looking into their own, <laughs> do you know what I mean? So, you know, I have got thicker skinned, but I understand things better, and it's like I say, I know my own worth, that is the lesson that I have learned for this, this last few years. And, you know, you can find the beauty in you. You just got to give yourself a break and let you shine through, you know. And there are, if you're, if you're, like I say, I have um, a tendency to attract narcissists. Um, and it's all part of shining brightly. Or people that have narcissistic tendencies, um, men especially, uh, that I've been with romantically I mean and I I know that and I've said to God look I've learned this lesson now <laughs> I don't want to learn it anymore please can you bring lovely people to meet me people that aren't these type of low vibrational people that want to squash my light because it's all about energy again it's all about squashing my light because I do resonate so brightly to the universe so what they try and do is say things to put you down to make themselves feel better because really they feel, in, feel inadequate against you. So I've had that all my life. I really recognise it now um, and I ignore it. And this happened a lot with my, with my ex-partner actually. I used to ignore a lot of what he said because I knew he felt inadequate of me. And I knew that he was just trying to make himself feel better. That is no excuse for somebody to be have narcissistic tendencies to you because it's a form of bullying. But all I'm trying to say to you is I'm hard-skinned and I see the beauty in me. I can see me. I know who I am. Yes, it's taken years. Yes, it's taken a lot of work. And yes, there's factors, but I've got that. I know I'm worthy of me. I know who I am. And these days, if that ain't good enough for you or you don't like me, then you can get out of my life. I'm not really interested. I don't have time for it now because it's all egoed. It's all egotistical stuff. I can't be bothered with that. I'm a, I'm a light worker, yeah? I've got a job to do. Do you think getting in caught up in low vibrational stuff is part of my job? No. What it is, it's to... It is part of my job as in to recognize it and get move on from it, including the people that are giving it out. You know, you just don't need that in your life. Who the heck does need that in your life? None of us do. But like I say, it's about knowing who I am and loving myself enough not to put up with this, you know? Um, but like, like I say, going back to my ex with, with his narcissistic ways, it's 
for me, it's like, you know, he's just got to do it to make himself feel better because you do become a bit like a gnat to some people when you resonate so brightly into the universe. It's like they want to squish that energy, you know? Um, But it still doesn't make it right for for their treatment of you. You've just got to recognize that and see it, not take it personally and either get them out of your life, which I pretty much do these days, and, you know, realize the love for you, the person you are inside, that beautiful soul that's radiating out to the universe that these people are wanting to squash because you're radiating so brightly to them and everyone else that they just want to squash that energy. So it's nothing to do with you. And don't feel guilty and bad for being you and who you are. You know, this is their problem, not yours. And that's the thing you find with um, people like that is they always want to bring it to your door like it's your problem. And I've had so much of it in the years I've been on this plane and from such a young age, you know, that I thought it was my problem and it's not. I'm slapping my hands because it's not my problem. It is theirs. And if people cannot put up with me radiating to the brightness that I am, I don't give a damn if that's human or flipping um, alien even or or spirit if you can't put up with that it's your problem get out of my my life I ain't interested you know I hang out with angels do you think I'm bothered about low vibrational rubbish no I am not and I don't care if that's physical non-physical I don't really have a lot around me of the dark anyway because I knock it out the park every time I don't entertain it And I won't entertain it from people now either. Um, You know? No. No more. I've refused to have it. And like I said, I've been saying to God recently, God, you know, I've learnt the lesson of narcissism. I've learnt the lesson of working for horrible people. People that aren't very nice. And I want to shut the door on that lesson and now learn a lesson of meeting, working for nice people, meeting nice people, having a beautiful partner. That's the lesson I now want to learn because I've certainly learnt the, the, the uh, lesser of that in the past. And now, because I love myself enough, I want the best for me. So that's what I'm asking God for and the angels for, to bring me top quality <laughs> people into my life, to work for them, to date them and to be friends, you know? And that's what what I've done. But it's all about that I've found the beauty in who I am, that beautiful soul that's resonating out into the universe that wants to be the best she can be to help others. And sod you if you're going to try and put out my flame or or dampen my brightness because it ain't happening. Not now, not ever. So for anyone in the future that comes into my life, you know, you're going to start being down. You're going to start being bitchy. You're going to say, you're out of there. You know, if you're not coming for the right, from the right place towards me, you get your cords cut, you're out of my life and that is it. And I tell you, if I, it's difficult, I know, with family. Believe me, I, I've been there. I mean, as I've said, my whole family, we're all split to buggery anyway, split up. But, you know, it, I know it's hard with family. I, I, I get that. But for anyone else, like friends and things like that, we all have to clear our wardrobe from time to time. But it's all about knowing your worth and knowing who you are. 
and what you'll put up with and what you won't put up with. And, you know, that's important for your mental health, um, your physical as well to a degree, because you feel it. If someone's throwing negative energy at you and giving you low vibrational stuff, you do feel it in the physical as well. So it's all round for you. So really loving yourself enough is setting boundaries for you between you and others, you know? And, and believe me, you stick by them and you feel such a difference in your life. I mean, I, the, the angels, God's my counsellor. I don't live near any friends, so they have to put up with me talking through experiences that I have in my life. And then once I've done that, I pass it to them and say, thank you. I'll get, I'm giving that situation to you now so you can take it. And any negative around me, we, we cut those cords and we take it away, the centre of the earth, and replace it with God's unconditional love. And that's what I say. I want, I want you know, that, that negative energy, those cords, it's got to be replaced with something. So I want to replace it with God's unconditional love. Um, but, yes, set those boundaries. You know, if you can't necessarily do them with your family, certainly do them with the other people that you have around me, have around you. Um... You know, I mean, it's funny because these people that I just unfriend and da-da-da, they never contact me because they know. They know what they're up to, people. They know. Do you know? That, that's the funny thing. And the thing is, they're gutless because they wouldn't, they wouldn't turn around and say to you anything about it. And, it. and if they do, you can either ignore them because I just don't feed into it because it's, you know, if they are going to be confrontational, that's negative in itself. You don't have to feed into it. You do what's right for you and what you feel is right. You know, you don't have to explain yourself to anyone. I don't. Because they know. They know. They're not stupid what they're doing, these people. They're not stupid. So, you know, learning to love yourself and not feel guilty about it and realise that, you know, these just are all experiences in our lives. And, you know, it's all a learning curve. But to find the beauty in you as a soul is highly important because your relationship starts with yourself first and God before it starts with anyone, you know? So if you're setting a precedence on how you want to be treated with, from yourself, what you expect, then, you know, that's going to kind of ricochet through the rest of your life on what you expect how others to treat you, you know? And that you love yourself enough for, the, you know, for people to treat you in a certain way. And you see the beauty of who you are. And if there are quirky bits, like I had quirky bits, then do a bit of work on yourself. doesn't hurt. I sorted out that naught to 100. I don't get angry now like that, you know? Um, well, if anything's resonated with you guys, or you've got any questions about anything I ever talk about, you can always get me at angelic-light.co, that is my website, or you can get me on International Angels Network forward slash Susie for any added information, spiritual readings, private readings you would like, and I hope you've enjoyed the podcast as much as I did making it. I love you all very much. Thank you for joining me. And thank you to Claudia for playing my show. Take care, my lovelies. Look after yourselves and you catch me live soon. Okay. Bye. 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 <laughs>